Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. I don't know of a more suitable passage of scripture to epitomize the condition of our world like the passage that I will deal with in this message. Isaiah was truly a prophet that had our time in his spirit. Stay tuned. I'll be speaking from the theme in this message. There's a whole lot of shaking going on. Say the shake up. This world is all shook up. I know we are living in the age of modernism. I know that we are, you know, getting excited about some new invention this way and some new effort that way. No, but wait a minute. In the final analysis, I'm letting you know is nothing new to God. But the fact is that the prophet Isaiah looked far into the future and described then what is happening now. The world is shook up. Agitation, aggravation, disturbance, disruptions, vicissitudes that are blowing our minds, the disarray, all of that's going on right now. The changes in weather patterns that's now confusing meteorologists. It was never like this. This is not supposed to be happening. It's not supposed to snow over there. We're having measures of rain in areas that never had measures of rain to that degree. In places where there are, you know, history, historic facts of the abundance that, of rain that they used to have are now having droughts. The migration of fish that for over centuries has been a certain pattern. Now they're still they're trying to figure out what are sharks doing over there in freshwater streams. Great whites. Things are all shook up. Violent tsunamis. Floodings, confusing meteorologists. Hmm. Man's inhumanity to man. That would cause us to turn on our television and we could watch one man bombing out a whole city. There's a whole lot of shaking going on. Politically. A whole lot of shaking going on. What's this now? Religiously. 
There's a whole lot of shaking going on socially. Social conditions today has, 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 has caused us to understand that a lot of what is going on. In fact, go back, open your Bibles, go there to the first portion of this 24th chapter. Let me start reading in verse 20, uh, uh, verse 1 of chapter 24. Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty. What? And maketh it waste. And turneth it upside down. And scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. We have never had such a population of not just migrants, but refugees. Knocking on the doors of various nations. And it shall be as with the people. Things turned upside down. So with the priest. And with the servant. And with the master. Are you all following this? As with the maid. So with the mistress. As with the buyer. So with the seller. Y'all listening? Things turned upside down. Who's doing it? God. 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 I mean a loving God. God. Must work God. The one who created it, God. I'm trying to give you something. I'm trying to give you what I heard. And we've been blaming everybody else. No, no. God said, I did it. I turned the world upside down. You know why? Because there's a reason for it. You want to hear the reason? The reason is in the book. The earth, look at verse 5. It says, the earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof. Watch this now. Because, say because. Because. Say because. because. There's a because. There's some things that are happening cause. Because, 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 because of some things. You see, God is doing what he's doing, permitting what he's permitting. Stay with me now, wherever you are in this country. And I know many of you are watching from Rome, that group of pastors that are gathered there. And I know you are in other places. I don't want to take the time, even in China. I just want you to hear me today that a lot of the disruption in our world, the upside down state of the world is because God is causing things to be shook up. And the reason for it is here in the book. Say it's in the book. Where are they? Here they are. Verse 5, the earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws. One, two, changed the ordinance. Three, broken everlasting covenants. The world is in a mess today. Things are upside down, all shook up. Because we have transgressed laws. There are certain laws. Ah, 
God, I know I'm walking by myself right here. What law is that? One man. One woman. Male. Female. Produce. Another human being. Not two males. Or two females. I know I'm in trouble. But it's alright. It may not be socially acceptable. But it's theologically right. And many of you are too afraid to open up your mouth. first point of this message, the shake up. The second point, the shake down. And number three, the shake off. Shake up, shake down, shake off. Stay tuned and be blessed. This is truly a message for our time. Yes, there's a whole lot of shaking going on. But there is a word from the Lord. God help me, Jesus. When you read there, it says it's when uh, it's going to be like, in other words, the word as. You see as there twice. It says as. So uh, the, the shaking up and now the shake down. Here's the shake down. Where's the shake down? The shake down. It's important because, you know, when we start talking about (laughs) shaking down somebody, it means more than just frisking somebody. It means more than taking advantage of somebody. It means more than blackmailing somebody. It means more than just acting out of trickery and deception to get rule and authority over somebody else. That's not what. It means shake down. Shake down is God trying to get us to realize what we've been growing on our tree. Like an olive tree and grapes. How do you know when they are ripe? How do you know when it's time for harvest? You don't know until there is the shaking of that tree. And when you shake the tree, that which is ripe falls. That which is not ripe don't fall. In other words, there's some things that you and I can do. The shaking of the tree. Can I tell it like it is? The shaking of the tree means that I'm going through some stuff in my life that I don't understand. But I've been growing something. I've been growing my olives. But to grow the olive on the olive tree means that one day that olive was not meant to remain on that tree. That olive was meant to be crushed so that it could give oil. So I've been going through this. I've been going through that. I'm, 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 you know, 
and now, now God is shaking me down. You know what? God, God is trying to get you to understand that everything you've been through, everything that you've come through, everything you are presently going through is only to get it to a place of ripening so that when he shakes your tree, he'll have a harvest. Everything you're going through, everything you've been through, everything that you have had to suffer and endure under all weather conditions, still on that tree. But one day it's going to be ripe and ready when the shaking takes place. I want to tell somebody what you're going through right now with all of the upheaval is nothing more than the shaking of your tree. shaking a tree so he can realize what has been ripened and what is ready for harvest. The prophet uses this metaphor, harvesting by the shaking of the tree. It's an Eastern cultural metaphor. It's a metaphor that simply says that there comes a time when we realize that olives were not just meant to look nice on a tree. Or grapes to look beautiful on a vine. Hmm. He said, as we're at the shaking of an olive tree, but also when the gleanings are left after the grape harvest. Gleanings are left. In other words, the grapes that were on the vine have to be harvested from the vine and when they are harvested from the vine wait a minute now they no longer remain grapes as such as much as they become now wine oil I'm going to preach now oil olive tree that's why we had to go through a lot of the stuff we've been through so that the olives that were on the tree might be processed so they can become oil. What you're going through is not the end. It's a means to the end. It brings about oil. And oil represents the anointing. God help me here this morning. And then the grapes. When they are crushed, they produce a wine. Wine is noted to be that which maketh joyful. That's why the Bible talks about the wine of joy. It doesn't mean... That's not what he means. It means it makes you, kind of picks you up. When I was burned, one of the surgeons said, get him grape juice. A lot of grape juice. Make sure he keeps drinking grape juice. Now, I used to like grape juice, but not that much. They had a case under my bed. I was in like a little cage tank. 
no clothing. I could look around it. I could look around it, but I couldn't see over it. I was in it. So when I wanted juice, I used to call George, who was next to me, in the bed next to me. And George said, you want your juice now? Yes. Well, you better get it now, because I'm getting ready to go to sleep. <laughs> and he'd give me my juice. Am I right, Ruth Ann? Great juice upon great juice upon great juice. But in the context of this passage, when you had the grapes that have been vintaged, the best grapes that have been on there long enough to be quality grapes. They're old grapes, but they are vintage grapes. They are sweet and juicy grapes. He says that when you look at the situation in the world, there is going to be another something going on and it's where God is going to shake stuff off your tree. So everything that you have gathered and been growing before all this mess started happening around the world, watch this, that's now going to be your harvest. I want to tell somebody, everything that you have gone through, everything you have suffered through, it's only so that one day you will have your harvest time. Your harvest time is on the way. Your harvest time must come. But it's not going to happen until there is a shaking. God, I wish you could do it like I saw it. Why don't you just shake your tree this morning? Whatever you've been growing, shake your tree. Because when you shake your tree, whatever's on that tree, that's ripe enough, ready enough, it's going to fall before you. God have mercy this morning. You went through what you went through only so one day you'll have a harvest. I'm not just preaching to you. I'm shouting it. There's a harvest on the way for you. I'm sure by now, you will appreciate what I said in the intro, and that is, this message speaks to our times. In it, we can see world conditions, but we also see the performance of God's people. We see how the true believer performs in the midst of it all. And, of course, praising, shouting, singing His Majesty. You know, one of the most powerful sections of this total passage is this. Praise God in your fires. Praise God in your fires. Let's simply say, in the midst of your flames, in the midst of whatever you're going through, praise God. I know it sounds like an impossible challenge, but wait a minute, it can be done. In fact, it is said of a nightingale, that bird, that the nightingale sings its most melodious song when her breast is pierced. Think about it. 
And so, until next time, I shall come to you with more Concepts for Living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Can change